Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to the 85th session of Guru Bodha Chandrasekhar Rupa. This class is live for the weekly class subscribers. If you are not subscribed, please go to easyairada.com uh, uh, slash video dash classes. And Dr. Guru Dasar slash video dash classes. Uh, getting into the topic is a famous quote from arguably or at least as of now statistically the greatest player in the in the in the world of tennis he, he just recently won record 23rd grand slam championship he won the french open recently he is uh, mr novak djokovic and there, there was an interview ahead of this french open to just to give a context of uh, novak djokovic he was not allowed uh, when the pandemic broke out there was a, a section of uh, section of the people who denied getting vaccinated one argument was that in the invention of this covid 19 vaccination many of the rules were not followed as per the stipulation and a very new technique which was hitherto not scientifically proven it was just there as a, a technique of using mrna technology to develop vaccine it was never used before to develop vaccine that technology was under development and some companies had used that mrna technology to find some drugs or vaccines the fda was on the fence and suddenly this pandemic came and suddenly that new technology got accelerated and they came up with a vaccine so some people were not in favor of getting getting this vaccine because uh, entirely a new thing a new technology that is used uh, without much proof of data and proof of technology and usually any drug development or vaccine development takes many months to many years so this was very much accelerated and many uh, protocols which are otherwise used for the invent of a vaccine was not followed in. Then, then was the next uh, Australian Open. He was denied entry to Australian Open because uh, he was not given visa to enter into Australia. And uh, later, this is later say this is in 2022. Uh, in 2021, he was not he was not uh, allowed in and all. And uh, so he sacrificed the chance of being the number one uh, player in the world many times still he came out uh, victorious in his uh, in his conviction of not getting vaccinated and recently he made a quote saying that because the, uh, someone asked like why you are giving up this chance because Federer I think has won something like 21 22 and uh, 21 or 22 grand slams and then there is uh, Rafael Nadal who has won 22 now he is in 23 grand slams so if, if, if we just give up the vaccination principle that is following so diligently, he will be given entry into uh, I mean USA and England in which he can play US Open and Wimbledon and he, and he can win many more Grand Slams and establish himself as the greatest player ever to play tennis. So he is giving up that dream just to maintain his principles in that he in that uh, this is the quote uh, this is the video in which this sentence has been taken in, in which he says why he is doing this and why is he sticking to simple vaccine principle he says because the principles of decision making on my body are more important than any type just to give another context we have you know thousands of years before written samhitas and sangrahas which form the basis of Ayurveda. We blindly believe in them. 
and based based on that even today whether we use chamamprash or administer the virachana or anything we use the principles and the instructions that are given in the samhitas and sangrahas even today versus that there is this modern medicine upon which the modern medical system say uh, some people call it as like western medical system this the very very basis of this is the scientific research and that scientific research is so misaligned with the science sometimes that people are losing their trust in that so that uh, you know it has become a domino effect that one thing leading to the other then we come to this point where everybody now the every scientist or every person with some scientific attitude says that make your own research and take your own decision for yourself when you think about science or specifically medical science it is not meant to be this way it is meant to be that you know, a scientific theory our principle is established and everyone follows it trusting it 100% but guruji sir it has become such a complex issue the modern medical system has become such a rigid scientific phenomena that we are left to make our own decisions rather than coming into a conclusion based on the scientific research the whole of the underlying principles of scientific research is getting questioned by everyone around us definitely it has become a very you know brainstorming many times and it is uh, causing a lot of uh, tensions but still there are a group of people are a set of uh, bloggers or you can call it as a youtubers or you maybe uh, agenda based driven people they'll be trying to defame ayurveda day in and day out on every day they'll be doing something nonsense about that they try to bring it out some understand the translated version of ayurveda somewhere somehow and they make their own inferences out of that and ultimately and their background is itself is having sort of getting uh, but still they try to say occur things in uh, other house in a modern medical science definitely has good edge as scientific research it's the ultimate one and whatever the scientific research it is there it is uh, full proof and so no such things are there if a, a drug is established to be a very excellent drug elixir and life saver and um, protect from diseases and uh, subjected for phase 1 phase 2 phase 3 trials and research and clinical trials and everything double blind placebo blind and control trial multicentric trials so many things they have done it then ultimately they have been given approval and then allowed to enter into the market once it is entered the market then the post marketing the techniques and most marketing analysis and the feedbacks will be taken and then once again restudy and ultimately when the side effects becomes more and more they automatically withdraw this by saying that pharmacovigilance report based on this we are trying to withdraw this and no more should be used but meanwhile over that period of 5 years or 10 years or 7 years the drug was in market every doctor was writing and while writing he thinks it is the science and it is the full proof one and they are prescribing and at the end of the thing they come to know that this is a wrong thing and it has caused so many side effects and who is going to take the responsibility of these side side effects whether the humans are uh, guinea pigs for the trial so this is what and still they call it as a pure science and that is science every day emerging every day it's evolving not like ayurveda which is a age old one and it is stagnant this is what their comment and their understanding and their you no know, argument anyhow but of course novak has his, his own uh, principle his own thoughts and his own ideas 
and he was ready to have all the outcome of his decisions and he is solely responsible what he has taken the decision and still he has proved that he can without that jab he can still survive and he can win in next opportunity when it is there he can win once again a grand slam that is the beauty of his and his confidence and his level of understanding yes sir and there is a, a famous book on breathing and in, in that he explains how uh, you know correct method of breathing uh, will help prevent many of many of the diseases including deviated nasal system to nasal polyp fever to asthma and all in that he explains how intense amount of research on breathing and how breathing can treat a variety of diseases or at least prevent a variety of diseases were getting recorded by many scientists who were visiting this himalayas and uh, you know meeting many hindu monks who were practicing varieties of pranayama and uh, buddhist monks who were practicing many different uh, breathing techniques in which they were able to keep the body so hot that the body could tolerate the deep winters of the himalayan environment so uh, he, he he writes in one instance that somehow the research and data of medical science whatever the data that was recorded between 1850 to 1950 was wiped out was wiped out just by the modern medical system and then everything became antibiotic antibiotics or pills for lifelong or you know vaccines uh, so natural methods were systematically rooted out from the medical system to take uh, to seek help from from these medicines and chemicals Raghuram said that's not a healthy trend and an ideal doctor even if it is ayurveda also as far as possible should be taking all the measures necessary to reduce the medicines to stop those medicines and help the patient to take this take the help of natural methods like lifestyle and diet meditation yoga pranayama etc to be healthy absolutely you are right ever uh, sir and uh, gurudev sir also has pointed out the uh, right points i was uh, just making my uh, points also here see for a scientific research as you said uh, we need to make a scientific uh, research or a research on a personal basis and also should be equipped enough to take our own decisions and ultimately even after that it is going under the hammer of universal acceptance so even if it is a personal research what i make in my lab and try to prove certain things and uh, i've got good results but still the need of me explaining that to the world in a bigger platform so that doesn't shrink or that doesn't come down because research works are not accepted uh, uh, just like that we need plenty of data we need plenty of uh, proofs and evidences before and after and during the methodology whatever we have done that is why uh, a big science of uh, research methodology exists but what i feel uh, in the couple of points uh, you discussed an open mindedness is very much uh, required to be it ayurveda doctor or uh, a modern doctor or the team of doctors who are undergoing research first of all the pattern and the limitations the bracket and the limitations of uh, what we are going to research should be uh, very very much defined so we should have that clear definition of what we are researching in which way we are focusing we have not hesitated to take take for example in poppa so we have uh, the animal lab in the institution uh, from which uh, we post graduated we have animal lab animal experimentations are being done before the human experimentations there is methodology going on did we hesitate from taking up an animal experiment no 
we are following the methodology we are also we are also having a scientific lab there to prove what are the ingredients what are the chemicals in a leaf or a stem or a root or whatever regular studies are going on many students pg scholars phd scholars their works are referred to the lab i'm just giving an example of an institution where genuine work is done by accepting the norms which are there in the modern research methodology there is a subject called as research methodology which is being taught at the pg level now it has been introduced even at the undergraduate level because taking it into consideration that the undergraduate student may go ahead to do his post graduation or pursue phd in future they basically need the knowledge of research methodology so medical stats and research methodology is introduced right in the final year itself like in the ug itself so that they at least know if they go to pg what we are going to do ahead so that introduction is there and the entire explanation we are trying to compare ayurveda uh, research methodology what is there in our ayurveda treatises and charaka what he has said sushruta what he has said vagbata what he has said what lay in the samhitas what are the methods of preparation so on and so forth everything right from the historical research to everything we try to compare it but to what we are comparing we are comparing it to the standards which have already been written in the modern version so that is the modern research methodology modern stats that is exactly we are reading and the questions for the students are also from those perspectives only like an ayurveda question may be like uh, write the comparative comparison between the modern and uh, ancient research regarding dash like a, a disease pathogens or investigations needed for uh, diagnosing a disease so again we are trying to compare but what my point is have we inculcated the modern tools or not we have what does that display that displays the open mindedness of ayurvedic doctors and the fraternity to accept the other sciences recently i was reading sushruta so i forgot the reference there uh, acharya tells even in charakra i think we have references that a true physician or a true scholar is a person who abides with his own science without neglecting or insulting the other sciences so like contemporary sciences we have to accept for that what we need is an open mindedness to go ahead even a modern uh, research work if it is going ultimately i said it is me or a allopathy doctor or our teams doing some research we need to provide the substance we need to provide the proof and evidence to the world we need to explain so that we cannot step back whether the world accepts or not and again there is a plenty of lobby and the negativities attached to that so here the open mindedness that we will accept even if a modern uh, person if the doctor or a team of research scholars if they believe that ayurveda medicine is instead of blaming the medical science without knowing anything abc about the ayurveda or homeopathy or any other science simply for invasion purpose you are invasion invading into the privacy or into the knowledge of the resource of the knowledge of these sciences like ayurveda which are sustained the test of time acidic test of time since pretty long time you are just coming into the science without knowing anything burraja sir rightly pointed out there are many bloggers uh, youtubers and also people so we don't know whether they are branded or they are sponsored or uh, they have that cruelty of just or only a thought process that we need to uh, comment just because we need to comment we need to object because we need to object so what is the source behind that it may be a sponsored one or there may be insecurities very important is insecurities fear of existence and a stiff competition ayurveda people know that ayurveda is a stiff competition to any medical science in even in terms of providing results or doing anything 
so we are holistic we have a comprehensive approach that is not an eye opener that is a point of threat that we have given to the competitors more the competitors i think i brought to it to the notice of dr hebber also yesterday so one person was randomly commenting on a youtube video we posted and uh, there were some negative comments from the person finally i learned that person is ayurveda doctor himself in spite of me explaining at last he claims i am also an ayurveda practitioner and what is the point of doing this video so who is against we will leave apart the modern doctors our own system is against our own system again there is a competition within company competition from outside insecurity is a bad disease insecurities insecurity is a very very bad disease people feel insecure so instead of that a healthy process is join hands modern science modern research and ayurveda research or modern people coming together open heartedly with open mindedness at least if there is an initiation in two three places other research teams will take the initiation let us join the hands and try to prove we don't have a remedy for this disease we don't have medicines for this disease we don't have a holistic approach ayurveda is telling that we have instead of commenting and objecting it let us go into their system join hands try to learn what exactly they are doing and contribute from our parts our side so if this particular uh, uh, procedure is taken and i feel uh, uh, dr hebbar so open mindedness a right motive the second point is the right motive is needed and a right direction and ultimately right destination all these things a right motive and the right direction after taking the motive and the right destination that is स्वस्थ स्वास्थ्य रक्षण आतुस्वीकार प्रशमन ओनली टू ऑब्जेक्टिव द बेस्ट ऑब्जेक्टिव वी हेव इन आयुर्वेदा एनी मेडिकल सैंस विल हेव दीज टू ऑब्जेक्टिव इफ वी हेल्थीली जॉन हैंड्स नथिंग विल बी ए पर्सनल रिसर्च और टीम रिसर्च और एलोपथी रिसर्च और आयुर्वेदा रिसर्च इफ वी टेक लाइक इवन इन कोविड वी यूज टू सी वी नेवर जॉन हैंड्स देर वॉज ओनली ऑब्जेक्शन एंड स्पॉइल गेम विच वॉज बींग प्लेड सॉरी टू टेल दिस सो इफ वी जॉन हैंड्स इन हेल्थी वे एंड इफ द मोटिव कलेक्टिव मोटिव like was there a kutumbakam if there is a collective motive and a collective direction in which we are traveling and we have the right destination to approach with the betterment of and also the welfare of the people i think all researches will uh, go in a right way and the end products will be for the better betterment of the humanity so this is what uh, i feel thanks sir. and uh, uh, right the motive becomes very important when we analyze the statement of any institute or uh, person or uh, anybody uh, that's why in the i the field the truths were to go through aptas and uh, that's why aptopadesha or shabda pramana what we call as is so very important because it is explained that you know those aptas are explained as say nik raja tamas so they are devoid of rajas and tamas they are neither rajasic meaning they they do not have personal motive to write they they wrote because it is helpful for others they wrote because it is what are the are the signs that they have written in the charaka samhita samhita kasha samhita and what not they are very sure that it is going to help humanity in a positive way they wrote it because it helps uh, it, it is not going to hurt anybody it is, it is only going to help everyone who reads and adopts and they were not having motives and that in if you open many of the uh, samhitas etc in the many of the sanskrit textbooks etc many of them do not have the bio of the author they were so selfless that they were not they were just skipping mentioning their names itself it's only due, due to the thorough research of the history that we are able to identify certain authors of certain books and also certain books are written by like three uh, three different authors across three different generations 
that is spreading spread within 500 to 1000 years so so first is that they should be devoid of rajas and then they should be devoid of tamas meaning they should not have personal interests they should not be driven with a hidden agenda etc so from there we have landed ourselves into this big mess of modern scientific research backed by big formal lobby and money so there is definitely a lot of rajas and tamas involved so there's a book called as a death by prescription in that the author explains that one in five new drug applications called as nda new drug applications were getting approved were getting approved for 1990s 1990 or 1991 from there now post 2003 out of five new drug applications are getting approved means new medicines are getting into this one getting into the circulation uh, this is like modern medicine uh, so it, it is not because the science has so much advanced it is because the fda is getting funded by this this pharma, pharma companies so there is this uh, you know the, because the pharma companies are funding fda fda cannot say no to any anything and everything they cannot take their own individual decision so when the governing authority when there is when the governing authority becomes friends or becomes dependent on the applying authority naturally corruption ensues definitely basic uh, thing in these entire activity of this drug research and protocols and all these things it is the huge money involved and who is going to see many times when i was uh, reading and observing that something on the net and i found it that way back in so many years earlier they have predicted that a covid like uh, thing will appear in 2019 how come they know it all these things whether it is a pre-planned one it is something like a uh, virus of a computer they only create a virus and for that they already kept their antivirus ready and you ask them to buy the antivirus by the time it is affected so all these things are uh, very much clear to the nexus are the mafia we can say it with a huge uh, company involvement and the pharma companies they are funding a lot and definitely ultimately who is going to be helped it should be a common man helped in a proper sense it becomes he is subjected to the kidnapping it has though it is true and though especially with the covid it becomes so much controversial if you say that the virus if if if, if someone said these sentences in, in the 2020 when the COVID started, they would be outright banned from Twitter, from Facebook, from YouTube, from all the social media platforms, from everywhere. If anyone said that there is there are some chances of virus getting manufactured in a lab, or there are not sufficient evidence of vaccine totally preventing the COVID infection, that the mass mandates and the lockdowns, continuous lockdowns may not have fruitful results as it is purported. If, if the sentences were told in back in 2020, you would be banned from Facebook, banned from Twitter and banned from all the platforms. But now we are in 2023, we know that vaccines do not work as expected. Then came the booster dose and over that second booster dose, the third booster dose. And then it became like a combination of different vaccines together. So and so forth is still running and some people still believe in that. But the, the theory of vaccine, which was proposing the 2021 is is broken now so all the truths that that these media companies even today if you if you make a youtube video and you're you're mentioning the word covid and vaccine youtube will put a banner that you know for the right covid information please go here and it will give certain websites 
So it thinks that only those websites are authentic and whatever we are speaking may or may not be so. So following a, a you know godfatherly attitude. And another problem with the, the research that is going on today is though it is peer reviewed, that peer review system has has become a broken one. This was told openly by longevity research professor from Harvard, Professor David Sinclair. He told this in Joe Rogan podcast. It's, it's out there in the open. It's available in uh, Spotify. He says, if any gross mistake of scientist A are there in a research paper, and if scientist B is reviewing that paper, he will hesitate to mark it and say that, you know, these things are wrong and this need improvement. He will not say it openly because in future, the science paper of B scientist could be reviewed by scientist A and scientist A can take revenge. Ideally, the scientific papers should be reviewed by a review committee who are independent of any sort of premeditation, any type of prejudice. But the system has become that, you know, if Guruja sir is presenting and if, if Raghuram sir is reviewing it, then Raghuram sir will hesitate giving any negative comment to Guruja sir because in future Raghuram sir's paper can go to Guruja sir. Raghuram sir, this has become kind of a nexus and somehow neutral authorities need to be established again. Absolutely sir, absolutely. This this point is really uh, interesting and we, we need to see, uh, though it is uh, a paragraph here by David Sinclair, it has a lot of depth here. Uh, just like uh, giving examples, when we give uh, students seminars or uh, individual uh, projects to do in the classroom, like come over the stage and uh, uh, give a demonstration or a demonstration of a topic which has been allotted to them like it uh, for a teaching purpose to develop skills in them all the students sitting in the classroom will never question that student because they know that when their turn comes the other students will even plan to uh, pose very difficult questions so that 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 has become see when this happens a's work not objected by b b's work not objected a's work not objected by b because b may b's work may go to a at some time so if this happens, we have introduced a bias into the study. We have introduced error into the study already. Okay, it's like telling, uh, like uh, B has written, poison doesn't take away the life. Poisons can be consumed according to one's wish. And if A thinks that, okay, I'll not object because I'm also writing something on the poisons and tomorrow this person may object. So what is the overall effect of that? The poison added poison will come into the society that's all as you rightly said uh, in the previous uh, example in charaka samhita janapadodhamsa adhyaya master charaka rightly tells if a king does a mistake instead of king you used some superior authority of the lobby so like uh, if somebody is doing a mistake the lower tires will be affected master charaka tells in janapadodhamsa so what are the causes he gives different causes of the destruction of land or the pollution of the land water etc he tells the adharma of a king so here king we should take anywhere so the king is the head of a state head of a country or head of an office if the person is doing unrighteous things that will mask the overall righteousness of the other people working in the second third and the fourth tires the person will think i need to follow the whatever our king is doing whatever our boss is doing at the office whatever the principal of the college is doing when these people whatever prime minister or the chief minister or the army head is doing, we need to follow. They take the wrong instruction. They misread things about misreading and misinterpretation. Guru Rajasa rightly pointed out right at the beginning. How people misinterpret. Why misinterpretation? That is just because I can interpret things in my own way. So here there is a clash of titans. There is a class of clash of systems. 
there is clash of ideologies taking place here so that sinclair's statement clearly shows that if that procedure is followed in the research work or anywhere in any institute small to big institute we are directly introducing error or a mistake into the system and from a longer perspective it will definitely affect the mankind when it comes to the research because wrong research and not being able to validate or evaluate a research properly by me or by somebody with the fear that the person other person may object me when the opportunity comes what we are doing is we are doing a sin we are doing a pragnaparada we are responsible for janapadodvamsa so because the results which come out of it results which come out of it will be really really harmful really harmful be it in the manufacture of a medicine manufacture of a uh, milk product or whatever so even uh, the eatables whatever groceries we take or whatever we purchase so we blindly purchase because it is marketed it has brand name but what is behind that how this coffee is superior than this coffee both are having coffee how this coffee is do you judge that this coffee is costing 150 rupees and this is costing 10 rupees that is why 150 rupees coffee will be better there a lot of things have been added to that the ambience the supply so the how the people treat you there the time they give you the facilities wifi facilities and all those things an ordinary hotel's 10 rupee coffee will taste better than a 150 rupees coffee i'm just not trying to uh, blame anything so this is one example so what has happened here both are coffees how they are different how they are different because this coffee has many other factors to be considered to be a 150 rupees coffee and this poor fellow doesn't have anything because it is a 10 it, it is the same coffee it is the same milk it is the same sugar it is the only the ambience so just pour decoction over the milk stir it and give it to the customer that's it those people are doing something extraordinary they bring uh sugar cube separately uh, tea sachet separately to you or the coffee sachet separately to you and neatly dressed up they bring in a posh tray and all those things does it even affect the same coffee the same 150 is ml is going into your stomach so yes. what we are doing is we are creating a confusion amongst the people when scientific works clash against each other we are introducing bias and errors and the end product is very 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 dangerous for the humanity so that is uh, very important to notice and that statement by matthew sinclair it is a big topic so where uh, we can discuss a lot of things about this uh, thank you this and uh, going through a few of comments here ms nalini says i will the primary distinction is that it gets the root cause of the uh, issue and treats accordingly and allopathic medication and research allows for symptoms to uh, symptoms to lead to diagnosis and treatment which repeatedly demonstrated through the rats other animal uh, other animal uh, or human trials that less than x percentage of people treated exhibit side effects while most experience uh, experience benefits are cure the percentage ranges from 1 to 6 depending on the country and the regulation and such why can't ayurveda experts demonstrate the lack of side effects it is uh, yeah, i mean it is a valid question and i mean probably it will take another hour to discuss in, in itself that there are two components the question is there are two components uh, on which a drug is studied one is the efficacy that this particular drug treats that particular disease another and another one is safety why we say that in a, regarding the efficacy wise it is it becomes a matter of clinical trial and animal experiment trial and then in the clinical trial the stage one stage two stage three and so on and so forth is a complex one but at least the safety of 
Ayurvedic medicines or herbs can be established with the animal experimental studies, uh, you know, determining the, say, uh, lethal dose, etc. One question, Gurachasar, is that, you know, whether we should be trying to establish, trying to adopt scientific method in our research or not. That That is a different question. But at least there should be sufficient amount of safety data that can be generated for Ayurvedic medicine. Through the modern medicine research, it's not that hard and not even that much controversial because efficacy is related, a little bit controversial, but establishing safety is not that hard and probably we should be taking that so that we win the trust of the scientific community, sir. See, first of all, in this, a very important issue is that sourcing of the raw material, that is a very, very important aspect. And sticking on to the methods and the ingredients listed out in the samitas uh, text we have been uh, consulting. So the referred text, what establishes or what exactly is safe, if it is followed 100% without causing any deviation in the raw material selection, process, time and everything. But what happens as an industry is that there will be some constraints, there may be some demands, some people are just for sake of money, they select the wrong raw materials, or skip the certain things and ultimately what happens is the one which gets the blow is Ayurveda as a science. So ultimately we need to be very specific in these things. First we need to establish that we have selected a right kind of raw material and all those things if it is required then it is properly done through the all manufacturing practices as laid down in Samhitas and all the Siddha Lakshana has appeared and it is to be kept as per the time it is being specified, then only it should be used. If that material for the safety data generation is not a big issue, we will get a very beautiful safety data. But randomly selecting any drug from the market, maybe which is spurlent or maybe substandard, maybe due to various reasons or bypassing all these things that deviated from the standard patterns, if that thing goes we start bombarding then very clearly is unsafe and is not the right one don't follow all these nonsense will point number two is wherever the herbal mineral drugs are there in Ayurveda there should be a testing methodology for each and every batch and that should be kept as a safety data and definitely I can say if you follow all these steps of genine traumatic selection completely doing all the processes without deviation things just because of the cost involved or the time involved if you are doing everything in the right sense then definitely the ultimately finished product will be of a very high standard and definitely if it is used in the therapeutic dosages it won't cause you any untoward incident or any side effect that is what the beauty of Ayurveda and that needs to be established but there are players who can just you uh, know, throw away all these um, restrictions and um, the right kind of the materials, then ultimately they make a mistake, they misrepresent and ultimately the entire system gets a bad name. That needs to be avoided. Yes, and uh, yeah, like, like you told, one aspect of it is the raw material in the process as per Shastra. Yeah, that, that needs to be followed and another one is that underlying medical conditions etc so whatever 
the side effects that get uh, bombarded. There is this uh, famous uh, tweeters and YouTubers and bloggers that Raghavan sir uh, keeps on mentioning. They will randomly pick one product from the market. They, they will not do a, a thorough study of you know whether that has been produced or not. And some person with already established or already having a liver condition may be taking it. And suddenly he develops some symptoms without doing a proper scientific analysis of the whole situation he'll just blame that because of this medicine that person has given has is afflicted with a liver disorder that's why all the medicines cause liver disorder but also nowadays it has become such a uh, such a big myth has been spread that we have uh, you are now managing the youtube and you you take your fight almost once every day we had to fight the myth that Ayurveda medicines cause liver and kidney disorders, failures. Absolutely, Apple, sir. So there are, uh, see, there is a saying, no, jab, see, when you are progressing in a good way or in a good pathway, so when people start putting wrong comments on you, objections on you, it shows that you are traveling in the right path, provided if you are in the root of Dharma, if you are doing all the uh, things properly, and whatever you have done is justifiable. You need not explain. We need not explain it to, to anybody. Because result-wise and uh, relief-wise, we are leading Ayurveda medicines and Ayurveda approaches is wholesome because no chapter has been written in Ayurveda without mentioning of do's and don'ts. Very important. Not only the medicines, see how comprehensively a chapter has been assembled in Ayurveda. Take it Charaka, Sushruta, anywhere, Vagbata, any treatise which comes even after that particular era. So there is a clean description of the causes. That also means the causes need to be avoided. Prevention, preventive medicine is already there. Then comes the premonitory symptoms. Then comes the symptoms. Then comes the prognosis. And then comes the treatment aspect. In the treatment aspect, there comes the chronology of the medicines which need to be taken. And then comes Patya Patya. So that is what needs to be taken, what is good, what is bad. So this is the chronology. So this is the comprehensiveness of Ayurveda and Ayurveda approach. That is why we spend time with our clients telling everything. That is what people expect from Ayurveda physicians. So safety and non-safety of the medicines, rightly, as Gurajasar also have pointed out, we can see so many... Uh, points there are a lot of people who are into the queue of this war war without reason war without reasoning war without ethics so just because you need to do something some people are hired some people are sponsored only to write something worst about ayurveda something bad about ayurveda so why because this we can understand it is competition let us keep doing our work we need to address certain things we need to ignore certain things sometimes when we fall into the discussions and also the vada it goes to the wrong ways so like uh, the discussions will go in a very horrible way so like arguments and counter arguments and they will yield nothing simply we are stressing ourselves that's all until a point we can substantiate that we are doing a good work these medicines are not safe and if the other people the other party is bringing all the because they also have a team they can provide so many counter theories contradicting my theory that it is safe they have so many theories that it is unsafe. But ultimately, what is the result? So the result is good for me. I am saving the lives. I am relieving the person from the diseases. So that is what is important for me. Why to break our heads against these discussions? 
in the Twitter or YouTube or whatever it is there. To an extent, we can answer. So after that, we just need to not give up, but stop. We, otherwise, it becomes a vitandavada, vague argument, which yields nothing. So that is that is very important, as you rightly said. And one more uh, point I just wanted to add regarding the safety of the medicines. This quackery, there should be some scanning or screening of this quackery. These people are big headache. And people should know anything herbal is not Ayurveda. Anything herbal is not Ayurveda. Anything which has been branded as Ayurveda is not Ayurveda. So there should be some standards and parameters which should be set by the Ayurveda fraternity, by the pharmaceuticals and the governing uh, bodies like a state government or a central government. So there should be clear scanning and screening of these things. Just like uh, the teachers are being screened now by NCISM, who is eligible to teach, who is there in the institution, who is speaking and all those things. Things also need to be screened and also the wrong segments should be totally dissected or surgical, we can call it a surgical attack on those things and just, and the quackery. Take for example, I've seen uh, in some uh, places that uh, the saloons are putting an ad outside. Ayurveda head massage will be done here. Our boss, if you're giving an Ayurveda massage or a, first of all, you don't know what is Ayurveda. You don't know what is Abhyanga. You are just putting Ayurveda head massage and Ayurveda massage will be given here with some pictures. People are attracted. Why to go to a Ayurveda Panchakarma center and why to pay consultation fee to a doctor? Let me take a massage here. Anyhow, I'm going for a haircut. I'll take a head massage and I'll take a body massage. Why is that saloon or that particular team marketing the world Ayurveda? Because they know that Ayurveda is popular. So the pity is Ayurveda doctors should know how Ayurveda is popular. Even a barber is using Ayurveda's name. If they are doing our job, where so where is the authenticity? So these should be screened by somebody. So take the photographs, just tell them this is not Ayurveda. You just do massage whatever you want to do, but remove that word Ayurveda. That responsibility is also we need to take as individual. They may not accept, but there should be some governing bodies over these things. Just screen, just go around, just take a beat around particular areas and scan. So only for Ayurvedas, a samiti should be there, a committee should be there. And it should have some persons who are doing these inspections, just like we are inspecting the colleges, inspect the inspecting the clinics and also the hospitals. Just do the inspection in your city and see where quackery is going on. So this is the purifier and also the surgical attack will remove the threat, the toxicity. This is one of the big toxicity for Ayurveda medicines. Anything Ayurveda, anything herbal is not Ayurveda. Anything which has been written as Ayurveda or branded as Ayurveda, these are spoiling our names. These should be screened first. Uh, namaste, doctors. Uh, this is exactly, uh, I mean, I totally agree with uh, what Dr. Raghuram just said. Uh, it's exactly what's happening in the U.S. as well. When it is called herbal, then people think, okay, herbal, it's all safe, it's all good. And um, so they tend to, you know, the, uh, the fear is FDA doesn't want to approve things because the fear is people might overdose. Suppose you say neem is good or say trifala helps you lose weight. People might just end up having like, I know how, you know, mega doses of trifala every day and may end up in emergency. That's one exact reason that FDA doesn't want to approve uh, things and they want to standardize it before people can uh, you know you have standard doctors and you can get it only through prescription just like how allopathy works and since that is not being done that's the problem that they don't want to approve certain things uh, that, that's the same thing for uh, metals as well uh, when there are metal busmas in there what they are afraid is it's not that they don't understand uh, that these metals don't help but the problem is what if a person 
person gets hands to it and then you know is overdosing on those metallic things and ends up being you know a metallic overload in their body then it puts a pressure on the existing medical system which is already un under tremendous pressure so i mean it is important to know uh, and to set some standards and that is not happening in the us as well for ayurvedic medicines um, we all attend two year three year courses and then we get on feet uh, you know as i go through dr hebar's lectures i see there's so much it's a, it's an it's an ocean and then we are not even you know getting to probably a few drops of it so um it is very important that it this needs to be standardized at some level and uh, as just a piece of suggestion uh, i would suggest that after going through ec ayurveda classes maybe you should set up some exams or something where you say yes i qualified this person as being you know efficient enough to at least do on a small practitioner level it might help those people who are in the easy ayurveda program at least uh, you know to there is some kind of uh, standard that you can set of course we have the nama exam here and things like that but then uh, you know to make it even more serious i would think some kind of standardization like this could really help thank you so much for the opportunity we, we can do I, mean, i myself cannot may not be in a position to do but with the help of seniors like gurav sir and sir and many other people it, it can be done probably sometime in future gurav sir please probably you can do that sir for us is a simple reason giving a certification or anything like that or approving anybody i think it is not at all fall under our domain there is a standard bodies and authorized the agencies and the government level they can only go through the inspection and do the things they will only set the standards and they only give the all these things so for any people across the globe we are sitting here and uh, do some test and all those things and give a certification how far that uh, certificate is going to be validated by any authorities or accept that it is a true one so there is a stand because see for example if my institution gets an uh, nac accreditation the nac has a certain value everybody accepts similarly senior similarly if you have a nabh accreditation that has some value so that should be something like that a setup of uh, you know it is established by the government and as per the law of the land then it is be easier and uh, sitting in india and uh, design a course and uh, give a certification later on and which eligible eligibles uh, someone in the us or uk to practice ayurveda i don't think so there will be lot lot of legal hurdles will be there in that that may not be possible update you on the genuine ayurveda knowledge through various videos or discourses or podcast like this or anything like uh, these are things we can update on the the knowledge regarding the science of ayurveda the concept of ayurveda theories of ayurveda the medicaments of ayurveda but we cannot give you any as such certification and it is not wise also so it is out of our domain i think so if we are not like i mean easy ayurveda is i mean we are doing our our bit to help for the cause of ayurveda but we are not an established authority for sure and probably that responsibility if we take we ourselves i can speak to us i myself my can become corrupt and again cause the problem rather than solving it rather than sir so there are authorities governing that they will take the decision we as easy ayurveda can do that when when we have easy ayurveda college of ayurveda sometime in future affiliated to ncsm or the higher uh, uh, body 
so at that particular time we will probably be in a state of uh, recruiting the students under us and also probably will be licensed to, to uh, give a certificate that you are fit to practice and uh, unfit to practice and uh, so on and so forth if that happens so it will be really good if you come up with like a such an institute i have two people in my hand in my head who can become principal and head of the department uh, jokes apart i think like uh, there is there are this uh, private regulatory body like a crisil etc for the stock market i mean stock market uh, behaves in one way but there are this uh, they're called as these uh, rating agencies i think there is a way to do that but you know, that needs a lot of uh, this one i mean if we follow if we really make our mind to create a gradation system or a rating system and establish it and that is that our systems or our evaluation methods are scrutinized by variety of government and higher authorities and they approve the system then it can become a protocol a standardized protocol which can be replicated in many different countries and places and universities and that can become a standard but it, it's it's again a different uh, ball game and probably at least for now we are not taking that up uh, dr abdul karim has uh, has point to say please dr abdul karim just my words have been taken by dr ram sir actually ragu madam has been initiated that word uh, you can able to start any courses for that that we can able to take a step now sir as ragram sir sir said that i have to start a jayarada college that's one of the good point and this is an a, 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 someone has to be start as i want to be said and another context is telling that apta is telling now see jayarada become the apta for how many people they are taking janardan hibbar sir's name that is our ayurveda speciality it is a system has came from shishya to guru to shishya parampara that is running always and guru become the apta for them now you are apta for so many of the people who are going to be taking your name while practicing especially as i am seeing after joining the isar with especially and uh, another more thing whether it is possible from isar with we can able to start on standard operative procedures methods which can able to be adopted in your day to day practices also be uh, simple methods of preparing any formulations home remedies are maybe there in their own clinics that can one thing and secondary thing is uh, clinical protocol beautifully explained by in our classic why we should not able to try to make it uh, standardized that one if you want to be practice how modern clinical practice protocol has been mentioned in a clinical research the beautifully means how much they have been elaborately explained in our classics step by step by the examination of the patient even including the uh, study the science a student how to select a subject in which field he wants to go even in which type of a medications as uh, discussion is going on in our classics never uh, it is mentioned that to be that this science has been lower than our science they are giving each and every science has an equal importance is there also that is also be mentioned in a clearly in our classifications in the context of aptas discussions everywhere it is mentioned beautifully so i request in easier way that if you start as a beginning we will try to be make it as an one standard protocols for all this uh, sort of researches yes sir that that is a possibility and there is this uh, another comment by zokatil he says from the point of view of western medical doctor and neurologist so the person is a neurologist i see that patient uh, have more and more knowledge about natural healing options in my clinic i always perform a full investigation of western view lab mris etc 
and then explain that we can follow some treatment treatment with medications or we can follow natural path in my clinic at least 50 percent choose natural way of healing uh, this requires this is just a very rarest among the rarest example in which a modern allopath and neurologist in particular is open to natural ways of healing so acceptance from modern community of people the western community or allopathic community of people and they respecting us they respecting the natural sciences be it either the homeopathy unani physiotherapy and whatnot that will be a very big step from their community towards us and from our community also guru sir has has been teaching this since i was in vms that we as ayurvedic people ayurvedic community people should have good amount of high amount of respect to other natural sciences and even to allopathy also so only this mutual respect can yield fruitful results guru sir so from other sciences especially this modern allopathic doctors towards natural sciences will help uh, th this will help us in a great way to come up with kind of a sophisticated appro treatment approaches using best of the both worlds. So this this will help patients in a, to a very great extent. Definitely it will help, but it becomes once again a big area of research because they have got their own apprehensions that uh, how can when the same person is being treated with both the type of medications and uh, they are against this integration and all those things and they have got their own mindset they don't they won't accept uh, any other things and there is the only one science and rest of all things are nonsense and pseudoscience until unless this goes out of their mind nothing can be placed in so they should have that rationality thinking that everyone in this world has at some part of time they are definitely thought of their own are the available resources and the scientific knowledge they have come up out and laid down certain procedures and these things if a system or a technique is outdated which naturally dies but here in this case of ayurveda in this alternate system even though there is so much of a huge onslaught still the time is tested for a long long year still they, they could be able to sustain even in the 21st century with all these uh, you know uh, the modern medical gadgets and techniques and approaches and the fun and fanfare but still they could be able to maintain their love and affection for industry it itself is a certificate but this needs to be understood by the allopath or the western medical doctors that there is something other than in our science is also a science there will be some rationality behind that let us also understand if that openness comes then definitely the ultimately the humans will be benefited yes sir. and ultimately i mean this discussion can go on and on ultimately it all comes to this very old subhashita that ayam nijaha paroveti gananam lagu chetasam only my science is great my science is scientific and all other medical sciences are trash that is a, a characteristic feature of lagu chetasa meaning one who with very less intellect whereas udara charita I mean, one who has a broad mindset who really wants the best for the patient would think of this whole world as a family and everyone as a brethren and everyone as a helping positive component to each other 
probably such a uh, you know such a such a mindset is required in the medical field for the benefit of the patient ultimately all that we are trying to do is to help the patient to live in a healthy way with lesser medical intervention as possible so with that let me end this session here uh, guru boda has been a very instrumental platform for reaching the masses and it is getting a good you know, good positive feedback from the world uh, especially the, even the audio podcast is called as easy ayurveda podcast in which we are publishing all these things has reached 50 countries and uh, we are uh, you know we are reaching 50 countries which is a great thing so let's meet in the next session of guru boda uh, namaste